Authorization required. Captain's log. The impossible has happened. Along this journey, we'll find a way back. Enter authorization code. We might have just discovered the first stable wormhole known to exist. Our mission is to go forward. But it's just begun. There's still much to do. Still so much to learn. Security authorization accepted. Verified. Transfer complete. You're listening to An Hour with the Continuing Committee with your host, Charlie Plain. Could you please introduce yourself and let everybody know your forum name, please? Sure. Uh, my name is Jeremy Benedict uh, from the Twin Cities, St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, my forum handle is FL Razor. Uh, it's kind of a some people have asked, but it's uh, my hometown was Forest Lake, so that's where the FL and then uh, Razor's a uh, um, nickname I've had for a long time. It was also a, a video game character from an old uh, fighting game from back in the 90s and that I used to do all the time, so I kind of just stuck with that. Hey, that works. You know, everybody's nickname has an origin somewhere. Right. So, uh, Jeremy, you uh, have been a longtime player and... and member of the community, and were recently uh, appointed to the position of Chief Ambassador, uh, for which I am very personally grateful, because now I don't have to do it. <laughs> uh, um, before we talk about the Ambassadors and that, um, let everybody know a little bit about you and your history with, with Star Trek, you know, 1E2E and the Continuing Committee, and, and how it got you to where you are today. Sure. Um, I, I started playing uh, First Edition probably in... I want to say either late 94, early 95 was like right not too long after the white border printing was out. So, I mean, I remember I was playing, you know, really right at the beginning um, and was a big fan of my mom got me into next generation originally. So when they had a, you know, when magic was big and everything and I was like, oh, hey, they got a next generation card game. Well, this looks really cool. Um, got into it and my friends would play it and at a big, uh, we had a had a local group that we just played kind of on the side, um, having fun. Got together to open boxes and stuff for through high school. Um, I remember playing like the first the first Minnesota regional, re, or back when it was actually like regional regionals. Jason Winter hosted it here. Um, probably, I think. I mean, I, I I distinctly remember it being freezing cold, and of course it should have been being Minnesota, but it was like <laughs> the the store. I think they had like a they did a Star Star Trek on Saturday, Star Wars on Sunday. The store couldn't hold us all. They had us like in the back room, and I was like shivering playing because I was I was already in like the bottom table, and we were in the back freezing our butts off. It was like wow, okay, I really <laughs> like I got to get better at this, or I'm going to be playing in the cold, I guess. Um, um, so, oh man! So yeah, um, played. Yeah, I just I kept playing. I kind of took a little bit of a competitive break during college. I still, still was collecting, but didn't we didn't play as much as I used to. Um, and one, once I got done with school, uh, I started picking up second edition. Probably started playing it right around Call to Arms, and um, did some sealed stuff. Started putting things together. Um, Kind of getting back into, and that's when I, you know, really started getting to know people here in the uh, the Twin Cities player community. 
um, starting to know the tournament directors and a lot of the players. And then finally um, went to my first Gen Con in 2006 um, in Indy. And that was, I've been, I've actually have made it to every Gen Con since then, which has been really, uh, really kind of a blessing for me. It's my summer trip that I do every year. And I, yeah, I, I just, I love hanging out with, with everybody that comes and uh, it's just, you know, what better, what better thing, get together with a bunch of people to share your hobby and, and get exposed to all sorts of new stuff too. Oh yeah. It, it, I love Gen Con. It's, it's, uh, I, I've, I've talked about this before, but you know, I, I look forward to it because it's, it's kind of like a big reunion, you know, and all the Trek players are just, we all just kind of fall back into being, you know, buddies for four days and it's, oh yeah. It's so much fun. It's it's it so worth the trip. <laughs> it's oh absolutely. I mean, and, and and primarily too. It's it's the one big thing for me has always been, I get to play all these people that I don't really get a chance to see otherwise. Um, you know, that come from all over the world. Usually these things. It's like I said, I've played you know Australian players. I played the Hoskin brothers. Usually will come and um, some of the other you know European players that have made it. And I don't really get, and I drive to these things. I usually don't get much of a chance to to go play internationally. So this is huge, and mm-hmm. just like you said, it's just it's like a big reunion. You get together, and everybody is just happy to see each other and laughing and having a good time, no matter what we're doing. And you know, usually at some point, somebody somebody will even say, "Hey, I found this other really cool game," and something else will blow up for an hour, and we'll have a great time with that, and then roll right back in a track. And yep. I remember a lot of Dominion being played between tournaments and rounds <laughs> the last couple of years. So yeah, that's uh, I first learned to play Dominionizer, and I haven't had a chance to play it as much as I'd like to. But I just started getting getting into it right away. And uh, yeah, you, all I can say is keep, you want you want to keep me away from the thief card because people just start hating me when I start stealing all their money. Yeah, I'm I I, uh, I have an app on my phone that plays Dominion, and I have it set up to always include a defense card if there's an attack card on the table because uh, otherwise I hate the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that can be kind of rough if you if you have no way around it at all. Yeah. So, so you've been playing a long time. Um you still still playing actively in the in the modern era, so oh, to speak? Yep, yep, I'm still I predominantly second edition. Um I I really kind of like especially I still get a chance to play first edition occasionally mostly sealed around here but we we do have a kind of a burgeoning uh uh one first edition scene we got a couple um Justin Kaufman who's Crimson Ravage on the boards is um really picked t- picked up the ball and ran with it cuz he wanted you know he said hey so you guys really aren't doing a lot of first edition tournaments and um is there any interest in it and you know he reached out to me you know being a, being the ambassador for the region, um, and and I was just like Justin, absolutely, you need to do this. Um, you you know, talk to me if you have any questions. Here's you know, here, let me give you the resources. Let me get you set up with this. Here's where you put the tournament stuff in, and they've been going with that. But otherwise, yeah, I've been predominantly um, playing second edition in the continuing committee era and uh, and about a year ago uh last not this past year but uh, 2011 at Gen Con is the first time I played Tribbles and came home with that and that's just exploded here um as Tribbles tend to do so yeah yeah they they that's their thing yes <laughs> you know I I I had to t- I had to tease a little bit and I'll throw this in as a cute little aside that um 
my wife, right before Christmas this year, we found Tribble slippers online. <laughs> awesome. Thought, that is an awesome <laughs> gift. And she goes, yeah, but wouldn't it be better if, like, you ordered them and they showed up and then, like, the next day more came and they just kept coming? And it's like... <laughs> I said, you know, that would be very appropriate, honey. And I said, you know, that, you know, it's like, that's exactly what they'd be meant to do. And then, of course, she wraps it up with, yeah, that's the trouble with them, and which is just another home run zinger on her part. So. Oh, that's that's brilliant. That's that's perfect. So. All right. So so um, you did you mentioned ambassadors and the the ambassador program has long uh, roots um, it was. It's been around since the Decipher era. It was their term for, you know, Star Trek volunteers. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then they had, uh, what was it, Gold Squadron for Star Wars, and and mm-hmm. Riders of Rohan for, for Lord of the Rings, and then eventually they merged them all together, and we all became, you know, D agents. Right. Yeah. But the, you know, the function was the same. It was essentially the champion of the game in your area. And when the CC took over. We always wanted the ambassador program to continue. Um, we just didn't really have anybody, any really good at, you know, we weren't selling product at that point. So we weren't like, we didn't have sell sheets to send out to anybody. Mm-hmm. And and we really didn't have the focus on it, you know. But it was always something like, we're going to have an ambassador program. And then a couple of years went by and we're like, all right, we're really going to have an ambassador program. And we went out and we had all the continental coordinators recruit people and put everything together and then they just kind of just sat there unfortunately um because we didn't have somebody who was dedicated to you know liaisoning with them mm-hmm. you know and then I would I would go on there occasionally and post something and James would go on there occasionally and post something but it was largely just languishing sure and um you know there was a period of review recently and 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 over the past two years, one of the common things that people have been saying is, is Charlie does too much. Charlie does do too much. Uh, and, and over the past year, I have worked quite hard to bring in people to take over some of my responsibilities. And one of the things that we knew we needed was somebody to take over the ambassador program. And even that process took a while between when we said we were looking for it and when we picked somebody. This is true. But, but <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, and we picked you. Um, you, you, you've been around a long time. You've been very dedicated. You're, you're a great choice. Thank you. Um, so tell us, tell us a little bit about, you know, how the chief ambassador, what the chief ambassador is doing and is going to do, and and what what you want the ambassador corps to be. Sure. Um, basically, um, in the role of chief ambassador, one of the primary things I'm trying to do is to make sure that wherever there's a lot of a lot of players getting together that they've got somebody there, um, rep- you know, I mean, basically I, w- I kind of first and foremost want to want, want people to think of the ambassadors as being kind of their, their line to the CC, um, people to be able to go to them to get, you know, to ask questions, um, where they've got resources available to be able to, um, you know, if, get new people started or answer questions or just be, you know, just kind of at least point people in the right direction and just be a presence there. And also to, uh, like I said, I, I, I kind of use the term, you know, loosely, but, you know, I kind of want people to be like a cheerleader, you know, in a sense, or, you know, be, you know, to be vocal and to be present and to be like, yes, this is an awesome game and you should, and here's, you know, and here's all this stuff. And I think you'd really like it. And you should give it a try here. You know, you can talk to me, you can talk to, 
you know, here's where we play and all that. And just, just, you know, to have the information and to be, and to be somebody who just kind of is there, you know, willing and able to help people out, just, you know, to help grow the community. Cause you know, for exactly the stuff we talked about when you mentioned Gen Con that, on, that I've said many, many times that this is one of the best gaming communities that I've ever been a part of. And that I've, you know, ever seen people with and i really think that one you know the more people come in and see that and you know you know some of our newer players even say like wow yeah you guys you know you know picked me up right away and like you know gave me all this gave me all these cards you know got me started want to do this and it's you know i can't think of a better of a better group and just to be have more more people more interest in that it can only you know benefit in the end to have you know, more viewpoints, better input and, you know, just good for the longevity of the game. Um, so basically as chief ambassador, one of the things I'm trying to do first and foremost is we got to make sure that there's people there, um, covering all, you know, covering all the different regions, um, wherever there's major play groups, some, in some cases, you know, um, so maybe someone's was a little more into first edition. So maybe we have another person close by who's also a second edition, um, person that's kind of our regions like that too, where um, Matthew Hayes up in Fargo is kind of a, more in the one end of it, but he, you know, he covers everything and he's a you know real prolific tournament director. So we kind of, we kind of share that, um, that duty a little bit. And then I'm just kind of closer to the center of, of where things are at. So, mm-hmm. so, so, you know, I, I share the view that we really want the ambassadors to be out there, you know, because you know, uh, I'm sitting in San Diego and, and you're sitting in Minnesota, and, and James is sitting in the UK, and we're like, okay, that's we know we know what we know. Mm-hmm. We really need people on the boots on the ground to, exactly. to let us know what's going on. And we have the forum, and that's that's great. But you know, they're they're, they're cheerleaders, they're product champions, they're uh, I, I don't want to say like defenders, but they're like representatives of what's going on. And 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 the most important, uh, I hope they're a channel for information. So that exactly. if, if there are concerns. They're coming up to us so that we can address them, and we're not getting surprised by something happening when something when something escalates and somebody gets really angry. Hopefully, we we, we have that channel of information so that doesn't happen. Exactly, and that's um, one of the one of the big things that I want to stress, you know, going forward with the ambassadors too, is to be that, you know, like I said, we want this to be a two way street. We want to disseminate information and be able to give inf- you know, give all this. Uh, you know, wealth of information and resources out to the community, but at the same time, we want to have the ambassadors take you know taking the pulse of what's going on and being able to say, you know, what's going, you know, is something up in your area? Is there a problem? Is everything going great? What's going great? Um, you know, definitely, you know, I mean, we certainly want to hear if there's anything bad going on, but I also want to, you know, find out what's going, what's really good. You know, what do you, you know. Are, are we, you know, are we growing in numbers? Are people having fun with it? Did you know? Has anybody done like a real interesting new format or something? All stuff that I think you know can really just spark even more interest from everybody. Because I mean, we yeah. had there have been some great you know like academy format really kind of birthed out of you know local homespun formats. I believe, and I, I don't want to misattribute this. I believe it, it kind of came out of like um, out of like Jersey, and for the most part, or like that kind of idea. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And so, and like I said, and that's now. I mean, that's an official, you know, 
official format for things, and, and it's something that we've put, you know, that's been pushed like through chairman's challenges and other, you know, and we've had, you know, uh, high level events where we've had that as a side, of, as a side event. And so, you know, if someone's doing something like that, that's great information to get back. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, you know, I, I've said before, and I, I believe that our our entire culture, especially here in the states, is just centered on negative attention, mm-hmm. and, and and that's not you know positive attention is so much more you know exciting and revitalizing, and, and that's really yes, I want to know if there's I want to know personally if there's a problem out there, but I also want to know every time there's a success. So, yeah, yeah. Um. So, so you know we've got this gr- this great team of people out there. What 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 are you looking to do over over the next year? Um, any any programs or plans on your on your plate that you can share with us? Um, things are kind of coming together right now in terms of any sort of major um, program or initiative. I know one thing one thing that I've been working on or trying to get trying to get started working with the continental coordinators is what we're, what we'd like to start doing is to start getting more regular feedback from the ambassadors, uh, maybe on like a, you know, monthly, bi-monthly, quarterly, possibly basis, just to check in and say, what's going on? Uh, what have you been doing? Even if it's, I mean, even if it's nothing major, but just to say, you know, kind of keeping tabs and make sure everybody's getting out there and is at least, you know, checking in to see what's going on. Yeah. Um, and so I think, you know, eventually, you know, we're not entirely sure yet what form this is going to take, if it's just going to be direct to me um, or if we're going to, you know, some sort of, you know, feedback through the forums or something. But we'll probably we'll start having, um, you know, lack of a better term, like mission reports or, you know, something like that or like getting some getting some actual, you know, verbal written feedback from the ambassadors because I want to get that – I want to – get that information directly and not just have, you know, especially if there's any sort of issue where in the past sometimes things just kind of blow up where all of a sudden there's a there's a post on the forums that's, you know, oh my god, this is terrible. Something needs to be done about it. It was like, okay, you know, again, you know, I think in the past um, I remember one of the first um, info gathering things that people were asking, they were asking from the ambassadors and, you know, peel back the curtain a little bit here was to ask what people thought about an issue of trust. And if it was a card that, you know, what the, if there'd be benefit of it ever becoming printable, if it was something that was just bad for the game because design was having to work around it, what people thought, or, you know, if, because especially that it was, you know, it was a powerful card, it was a rare card, it wasn't, widely widely available and it was you know is this making a huge difference and then you know when people you know a number of ambassadors self-included you know talked to people found out what their opinions were good bad indifferent and said you know okay here's what here's what we found out and so i think you know it's going to be more important you know and i want to try to be as proactive as possible that we get that kind of feedback when when needed on specific subjects, but otherwise just in general, just to see what you know to say. Hey, what what are the issues? What's good? What's bad? What do you what do you want? What do you you know what do people want to see, or what do people expect to see from the committee? And what do you know? And what um, you know? Just trying to get a feel for what people are interested in. Well, yeah, and and, and just you know, you mentioned the issue of trust information thing that that was directly uh, 
a contributing factor to the decision to make it a promo. Mm-hmm. You know, because we were like, we either, you know, we had two, really two courses. We either make it a promo and then deal with it, or we change it. And, and you know, the ambassadors and the, the information that we got back from those player play groups was was pretty much put it over the edge towards let's just promo it and make it, you know, accept it. And, and you know, Brad's shaking his fist at me from wherever he is listening, but uh, <laughs> that was the decision that, you know, the information pointed to, and that's what we went with. So, you know, the ambassadors and the information that we get from them, it has mattered and is going to continue to matter moving forward. Sure. And, I mean, that's, it's it to me, too, and that's really one thing that, and I've heard it other places as well, that um, despite the fact that there are certainly a number of cards that have been altered or changed um, for various reasons throughout time, that second edition currently still, you know, aside from having limited formats, does not have any card in it that's just been outright banned. And, I mean, I certainly, it's, who you know who knows what happens going forward but I certainly I know that things get you know as well tested and as you know and as well worked through as possible before they get out and even when things happen that you know steps are taken or changes are made and then usually we can you know come to a point where we say okay this is what we wanted it to do maybe the language wasn't you know was 90% there and there was a way to exploit it that nobody caught until later. Okay, we can deal with that, but we don't need to out and out say you can't play this anymore. This was a bad thing, you know. I mean, even mm-hmm. even in the in the in the uh, and I understand it was kind of the climate of games at the time, but even the premier set of, uh, of first edition, you got you know, raise the stakes was banned from competitive play immediately because they just said, I know anti was something, you know, with Magic and with some other games where it was kind of a popular thing and they're like, ah, okay, you know, I don't, I mean, I'm granted, I'm not, I have no insight on the decisions at that time, just that that was something that was going on in collectible games, mm-hmm. being, you know, one part of the collectible aspect, be like, you know, you could, you know, putting up something kind of a forced trade, if you will, but, you know, but there yeah. again, you, when you start out at the gate like that, we're now, you know, and and I'm glad to see too, especially with um, working through the rules team on first edition, that even with your formats like OTF, um, that the ban list gets smaller and smaller as things are looked at again. And once you kind of finally figure out, okay, this can, we, this can still work. Let's just find a different way to do this, a better way. What the intention is, without it being something that's so imbalanced that it's going to cause disruption. Yeah. It, it it you know, I can't say enough good things about our rules team, you know, with Keller before and with Tyler now. They they've always done a good job of, of keeping keeping the over uh, overhead low and the game stable. So definitely. So so let me ask you a, a question um about what really is a 20-year-old program in the modern era. Uh um Back in the dece- in the day, uh, Decipher used to send the ambassadors like information about an upcoming set. You know, mm-hmm. like it had maybe a spoiler in it and some highlights about what the expansion was going to have in it and what and what size it. Is. And it was really meant for retailers. Mm-hmm. Um, but they sent it to ambassadors to like share with their 
uh, team. And as the internet has become more and more prevalent, you know, they stopped doing it because they would send something out to the ambassadors and 20 minutes later it would be on the forums mm-hmm. for everybody to see. Um, is is that something that can still exist in the modern program where we we can give the ambassadors ex- exclusive information and it just not end up on the forums 20 minutes later? You know, I'd kind of like to think so. And I mean, and I know that's kind of what we push um, when we do give information to the ambassadors to disseminate is you want to give, some, you know, so far, I mean, in going forward, we might get something that's a little bit, you know, a little bit more earth shaking or over the top. I mean, so far, a lot of it's kind of been feedback gathering or, you know, some spoilers or things like that, you know, a card or two from an upcoming expansion. Um, but, you know, my, my, at least personally, one of the things that I feel is that um, face-to-face communication is not, is not and should not be a dying communication form. Uh, and a yes. lot of people, I know it's, I know it's really easy to, you know, to get this information out to everybody real quickly via the internet, via the forums, via, you know, emails and stuff like that. But, you know, it's just the heart, the heart and soul of this being a game is that, I mean, you know, not, notwithstanding online play, but again, it's, you know, you're sitting down with somebody face-to-face to play a game, whether that be in person or even over the internet, but it's a one-to-one kind of, you know, situation. And so much of, you know, so much of what we're doing revolves around those personal relationships. And I think, you know, especially for the ambassadors is that you just, you know, you've got to be there and, you you know, and be present. And that... Mm-hmm. I, it's, I think it's even. I think it's very important, you know, that, it's that we, at least in some ways, that we still provide that information on a personal basis and say, okay, here's some things we want you to share with your folks, but please don't disseminate it over the forums for everybody to see. But, but like when you go see people, or like when people come to you, you can say, hey, I've got this really cool information, and I and I want to share it with you, and we got, and you know. I think, you know, there's always something a little bit cool about that, you know, oh, hey, I got this inside information for you, and I really want to share it with you. You know, take a peek, you know, because then, yeah. you know, it's something, even even if it's be, even if it's widely, you know, information's been given out to everybody, or at least to a, a large number of people at the ambassador group, it's still kind of that cool, hey, this is a little bit secret. That's cool. I get to look at something, and not everybody knows about this yet. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, uh, there you go, everybody. I really, uh, Jeremy and I both are of the opinion that that's a valuable tool. So, hint, hint. <laughs> as we move forward, keep in touch with your ambassador. Uh, speaking of, if if I'm a, a a random player, how how would I go about figuring out who my ambassador is if I wanted to get a hold of them and, and maybe either volunteer my time or see if I could help build a play group or or just get some help with some some issues. That's a good question. Um, the first place I would direct everybody to check out is the Region HQ section of the Continuing Committee website. Uh, it's trickcc.org slash region HQ. Um, and when you're in there, it's got maps of all the different regions on, you know, the, on the major continents where we're playing. Um, it's, you know, broken out, it's color coded and listed so you can see where everything's at. Um, and each, each region, you can click on where click on your region and it'll bring up a page that shows you who your ambassadors are 
for your region right at the top. Um, for instance, like I, I had the page up and I just punched in uh, Sector 001, which is out on the East Coast. It's uh, the North and South Carolina and Virginia and West Virginia. And currently, uh, Charlie Beam and George Meadows are their two ambassadors out there. Um, so you look at their page, you get a, you get a nice big uh, copy of that section of the player map that shows you where everybody's located, where the playing venues are, what tournaments are upcoming, and also um, a list of who the first and second edition players are that are in that area. So you're going to, right there, you're going to be able to say, okay, this is where everybody's playing at, here's who I can get in touch with, and, you know, first and foremost, you know, please reach out to the ambassadors, too, when you... Um, you find out who they are, send them a message, send them a private message through the boards, or um, if their profiles list other contact methods, then you can certainly reach out to them and what in that way if if uh, if they put that there and are okay with that. So, yeah. Um, okay, so then my next question is: uh, let let's say you know I go to the website and it, and it's it's kind of sparse, and and maybe the ambassador is three states over from where I am. Is, is there a way that I can volunteer to maybe become an ambassador or or help out on a on a another level and and how would I do that oh absolutely um I'm always you know I'm certainly open to um looking at that and i've I've received you know several emails from from players some of which i've I've had a chance to um respond back to um uh, we just actually we've added a couple of new ambassadors just within the last few weeks um we had um Ken Tufts up in uh, up in the Frankenar region who replaced our new writing team manager. Um, t- um, he kind of stepped aside and said, "No, I'd rather you know I want to focus on my writing duties," and referred me to Ken. And you know, Ken was just absolutely tickled to, to take the position. And um, and also uh, Danny Nuttall from the UK uh, was just added as well because you know, primarily focusing on first edition and on the we- and on the west side of. Uh, a Britain where um, we've where we've got another ambassador, um, and I was gonna say I'm gonna feel bad because I know it's uh, it's ugly with glasses. I'm trying to remember his name off the top of my head, but I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> A- Andrew, right? Andrew, Andrew Mark. Yeah, Andrew Alcock. Alcock. Yep. Yeah. And he he's been doing a great job. And so I you know, kind of reached out to him and said, Hey, I know I had somebody ask about you know taking you know, ask about um, promoting first edition in the UK, what do you think? And he's like, yeah, that sounds great. And he's a great guy. Let's go for it. So, um, so yeah, please, absolutely. Um, you can send me a message through the boards. Again, um, my handle's FL razor. That's a good way to get a hold of me. Um, otherwise I believe, um, my email address has been, has been out there on the front page too, but it's FL razor at me, M E.com. Um, you can send me an email and, um, I'd be happy to, you know, pass your info along. I kind of, I try to work, pretty close with um with the ambassadors are already in each region too just to make sure that um you know i have i've never really heard any issue so far when i've when i've asked somebody hey you know is this a big deal if there's somebody else out there you know again i'm probably i'm probably just a little overly diplomatic but i don't want to like all of a sudden put somebody into a region where there's already like an ambassador or two out there and make them say like you know, okay, well, we, you know, we think we need to have a third person here, but you're, it's not because you're doing anything wrong, you know? <laughs> we just, yeah. We just want, it's like somebody, you know, there's this bigger group, and, you know, I'd certainly, especially with these um, areas where we do have a lot of players or are gaining a lot of players, that I'd like to have somebody somebody there. Um, and occasionally, um, 
we'll probably post information through the volunteers link on the uh, Trek CC site as well if we're looking for anything specific. Um, otherwise, in general, I mean, I certainly, I, I certainly have been very happy to see a lot of people interested in the program already. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it really speaks to the passion and dedication of our people. That, that there's so many people out there that want to do the extra work and uh, and get get a group going. You know, hmm. we've 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 it's 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 mind-boggling to me how much how many new play groups are playing now that weren't playing when Decipher was doing it. Oh yeah. You know, and, 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 and it's it's great. <laughs> exactly, and and we're still getting and we're still getting new players all the time. Or there's always the you know, I hear it all the time too. Or I hear, oh yeah, you know, I remember this card game when I was younger, and I got a bunch of these and maybe played a couple times, but I never did anything with it. And then I was looking around online and here and found your website and got all this information. And well, now what do I do? So, you know, that's where I've been trying to push. Um, push the ambassadors to be the ones to jump in on these sort of things and you know by and large honestly i think i think everybody's been doing a real good job and a lot i see a you know especially now everybody's got their uh their ambassador badges you can kind of see who these people are right up front that usually they're one of the first people on people's questions no matter where you know where they are if it's somebody from their region not from their region but they're just you know people who are already just, you know, thrilled and enthused about this. And I'm, you know, and kind of in a lot of ways, you know, I look at that and I say, okay, yeah, these people are definitely the people who are supposed to be doing this. And I'm very happy to have them working with me. Absolutely. It's, it's, uh, it, it's kudos. It's, it, it just really speaks to our community and how great everyone is. And, mm -hmm. and we have some really good people. So it is. And I know, um, and 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 on that too, because this came up again recently, where I recall, um, and I believe, and you can probably expand on this some more, but uh, or maybe I should just have you tell you know tell people about the our our good reputation precedes us in a way, because I remember you had an issue at Gen Con a few years ago where you had to try to get back into the hall and it like lost your badge or yeah, so so uh, I was that was the year of the kidney stone. Okay. It was the year of the kidney stone, and that's a story for another day. Sure. <laughs> uh, so I was kind of running late Sunday morning when we were trying to check out of the hotel and absentmindedly had packed my badge in my luggage, which got loaded into the car. And then we were running two tournaments that morning and then triples that afternoon. And... I had showed up with the product and didn't have my badge. And so I went up to the counter and I was like, explained the situation. I was like, is there any way I can get a temp badge? And they're like, no, we can't do that. And I, I, I mean, I was upset, but I understood, you know, they had no reason to know who I was and if I was lying or telling the truth. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, I asked, okay, can somebody walk me back there? so I can give this stuff to the people who are running the tournament so that they, the people who aren't deprived of the tournament. Uh, no, sorry, we can't do that. And I was like, well, damn it, now what am I going to do? I don't have, I didn't have the phone number of anybody over there. I didn't have the way, a way to get a hold of anybody. And I was like, these people are waiting for this stuff. And I was like, can, can I give this to you or somebody and have them walk it back there? I mean, I have people 
waiting to run this tournament, and I don't want them to be, you know, denied. Well, the guy was like, I'll go ask. And he went back, and he, he asked, <laughs> and he came back up, and he said, oh, he, my boss knew who you were and vouched for you, so we're going to give you a badge. Because we'd been running events there for years and had never caused them any trouble. So that was really cool moment where it was just like, you know, that's just, we're this tiny little gaming group that has a, a dedicated but passionate, you know, 50 to 75 people that play at Gen Con every year. But we're on the radar of the, you know, the director of the events program at Gen Con. So. Exactly. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a testament to, you know, to how well things have gone with the committee since we started and all this, you know, and a lot of the things that you've helped put together. And also, like you said, you know, we're, you know, it's a great group of people. We're not the ones, you know, out like stealing stuff from people at conventions or causing trouble or being, you know, we're only being real loud when we want to be, you know, cause you know, we got We got to try to put those, you know, legend of five rings players in their place once in a while. They can't be the yes. ones screaming every morning. So, you know, so this, you know, like I said, I thought that was great. Finally this year, we just decided, you know, we're getting back at them and start yelling con all over. Yeah. It. And it's, you know, you know, probably to, you know, they probably just kind of laugh and smiled it off like we did too. But, you know, you know, and things like that are just great that you can have, you know, all these people get together and just have that kind of moment and, and yeah, and thing. the fact that we have a good relationship with Gen Con is, is, you know, a nice, nice bonus. Absolutely. So, um, I have, I, I have a question from the chat room. Uh, Matt Hayes, Matthew Hayes wants to know if either you or I watched the Big Bang Theory Specifically, the episode on recently where they dressed up in Star Trek costumes. Are you a Big Bang Theory fan? I um, unfortunately I have not watched it very often. Um, I don't catch a lot of current TV. Um, I work um, I work for a, a commercial printer, and my hours are really weird sometimes because. Um, as I, as I try to explain to people, you know, sometimes they're asking me if I'm available and, and I say, well, yes, but I kind of need to know, um, in advance because it's, it's one of those, one of those jobs and one of those careers where you work when there's work to do. Um, and so it's not really a nine to five. It's more of a nine until there's nothing left or nine until everything's managed or yeah. nine until I have to leave. So it's like, I, so I, I don't really get, you know, I don't really get a chance to, to watch a lot of stuff and the things that I do are things that I kind of, you know, um, series I might get really passionate about. But I, when I, when I have seen the show, I have, I've just absolutely, you know, laughed like crazy, and I think it's great. I saw, I did not see the the recent episode, so I'll have to defer to you on this too. But I have seen a lot of photos of you know people posting about it on Facebook and and little snippets here and there. But did you get a chance to see that? You know, I'm I'm not a Big Bang Theory is not a show I watch. Um, I, I don't know why, but I like on paper I should really like the show, you know, but I I just it never connected for me mm-hmm. and. I've maybe only seen two episodes. I saw all the photos and stuff, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. They're 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 dressed up like that. That guy's got a board costume. That's cool." But I I, I don't I don't I don't watch it. So and sorry sorry Matthew, but but <laughs> these are the wrong two people to 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 talk about that episode for you. Hello, uh, computer. Uh, is Commander Riker still on the bridge? Negative. Riker is currently in holodeck three. Uh, uh, holodeck? Uh, where is that? 
Follow the comm panel lights. They will lead you there. Oh, oh, oh! My my tradition for my guests is to give you a random card to review. Ah. And our uh, genius programmer, Chris Lovin, has made a random card button on the website. And the random card that has come up for you is a card that has been turned into a virtual promo. Oh. It is Cardassian Kira. Ah. Ileana Gamor. So let's chat Ileana Gamor. What do you think of this card? Have you ever used this card? Is this is this a good card or a bad card? Um, you know, I I I probably took a whack at the dissident deck once. Um it's just one of those I've seen people play, you know, play some dissident decks to real, you know, to real either extreme good or just, you know, it just didn't come together and I think I mine just never quite came together, but um I I think that just the ability alone, just being able, you know, especially, you know, there were, um, no, I was going to say, uh, uh, this originally came out in Necessary Evil, if I remember correctly. Correct. Necessary Evil. So she was kind of one of the front edge of the, you know, download, download a lot of personnel cards, like, like eventually, like, uh, Vintner, the Jean-Luc Vintner did this sort of thing based on your missions. Um, so you know, just just to be able to take the you know take an early five points or take that point in the game, and to get three personnel of your choice as long as they're dissidents, as long as they can all and I, you know now currently the way it's ruled you know of course make sure they all play at the same place, mm-hmm. but you know at any point in the game like for instance you know take your take your uh, Vulcan dissidents. And to go take five points to go get some of these people who are high cost but really good, you know, attributes and skills, and put them all down into play, you know, just you know as an order, nonetheless, you know, to kind yeah. of do that, do that as, I you know, I kind of refer to sometimes sometimes orders if you're not paying attention to them can kind of get catch you off guard, and just be able to say, you know, okay, well, yeah, you you know, or maybe against like your your. Uh, your heavy kill decks or something like that, where it's like, oh wow, I've lost all this stuff. Okay, but I can lose five points and stop and stop Kira and get three dissidents. And you can keep and as long as you got the points, it's not a one time shot either. Yeah. So, um, I think some I think some people could maybe go go as far as saying it could get a little overpowered if you really got an engine for points going. But you know, all in all, um, I mean, especially she d- and. Also, to have one of um, a one cost personnel to do all this as well, with um, with um, six across all the stats. Um, skills are skills are pretty average, not a big thing. Uh, staff star, but just just that ability on a one cost personnel, just to be able to consistently get that can be game breaking. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't you don't really play her for her skills. Exactly, you know? she, she's she's there for that. <laughs> she can she sit turns at, she turns into Data Picard and and Spock. Exa- yeah, she can it. she can sit at home all day. We don't you know whatever whatever you need to do, and but just yeah, just to keep dropping those people every turn if you can get the points out there. Yep. My one of my friends in in the old Columbus group, his, his name's Aaron. Uh, he he had great success with the Klingon Romulan dissident deck fueled by you know prejudice and politics and getting under your skin and 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 Kira here and mm-hmm. uh, you know he 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 that was probably 
the deck he did the best with. It wasn't his favorite. He liked the Borg really well, but he 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 had great success with this deck, and it was one of my favorite builds too. It's to you know use Cardassia and Romulus and just uh, go crazy. Oh yeah. So. And I remember, I mean, that's you know more so a lot of a lot more of the dissonant decks that I remember seeing just based on my meta were always like the Jake Cisco discarders. So so Kira was not necessarily a staple of those because you want to draw them rather than download them. But yeah. but I've seen I've certainly seen the builds and and sometimes the uh, the grumblings when somebody really gets this deck working. And it's yeah, I mean, it can be you know. Like you said, you put, it's somebody you play for the ability, not necessarily because they're a great personnel. But that the wheels—it's like you know, greasing, greasing the wheels to the point of not being able to stop. You know? Yep. Well, that was good. That was a good review. So that sort of concludes my portion of the podcast. And and I, my other tradition is I always invite my guest. Do you have any questions for me? And you know, I've certainly been one of those people. I think a lot of like in your. Uh, in your past, every at least the first time you did a Q and A, I think I distinctly remember I probably sent you like six or seven questions and was just like, "How are you doing? What you know? What's yeah? What, what's new? What's going on? And what's all the you know? What would you do if I said this? You know? Um, but yeah, um, I I'd kind of like to get as long as we've been talking about the ambassadors, I think we kind of covered a lot of uh, of of. Uh, expectations and you know kind of what what's going on with the program but is there anything is there anything that you'd also like to see um develop within the ambassador program that you think um or that you'd like to see um people maybe going to their ambassadors for certain things or um uh, it's it's i have a lot of grandiose ideas uh i, I want to see the program you know really get uh, that that bi-directional flow of information that we've that we've not yet been able to to get and I and I think with you in in the position of you know chief ambassador we'll get there but it's going to take time you know the ambassadors are used to not to not really reporting in and you know we've got to get them reporting in and then we've got to get mm-hmm. our our staff flowing information out um, at least at least some amount um, so I guess the biggest thing I want I want to get that bi-directional flow of information um, going. And then once once we have that, I think we can, you know, I'd like to do some things for the ambassadors to make it easier for them to promote the game. You know, I know we have some uh, flyers that we've made that the ambassadors can, can, can customize and print off to put in, like, game stores and, 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 and things. Um, I think that we should, you know, always make sure the ambassadors have the ability to get... Um, those business card promos, you know, the the one go triple promo and the the Jean Luc Picard two e, and, and we're gonna have a one e one soon ish. <laughs> so I want to make sure that we have that. You know, I, I just really want to make sure that that we have them set up to be the ambassadors for this this group and this game, and that they can be out there drawing new people in because you know we're we're not getting younger. You <laughs> you and I and the people who've been playing since you know. 2000 or 94, we're not getting any younger, and, and arguably, as we get older, our free time goes away. And uh, you know, we've seen playgroups kind of shrink down as we've seen new pre- new playgroups spring up. But if if we're not bringing in new people or finding a way to reach people, um, we'll atrophy. And Absolutely. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see. I've I've worked too hard for five years to to let that happen without fighting it. So absolutely. Uh, 
and that's what I want to do. <laughs> and and I know and I know we kind of joke sometimes that you know much much like with Tribbles that in a way that we've kind of had to breed our way into this, and that I, I distinctly remember I think you said you know maybe by Gen Con. 2020 or something, then maybe maybe one of these days we're going to have to start a junior division, as all of these players you know now start their kids are getting into it. Or <laughs> definitely, definitely. I said I, I certainly remember Dave Bowling's kids being a, being a force to be reckoned with early on, and I know I see Constance Constance Corbett has been doing well with her dad's tutelage, and, and when, once, said, you, <laughs> once you get beat up in a tournament by Eve Bowling, your life is never the same. So. <laughs> I, I know, you know, as, as as a somewhat parallel to that, I I, I keep finding myself going back to uh, a a good uh, a good buddy of mine, and um, the uh, if you guys are from at all remember the uh, the oh if you've been to Gen Con, especially the last few years, you probably have seen the big outside you know the card hall or the video game area these giant white pods where they're playing live battle tech. Well, I know, I've gotten to know these guys pretty well. Uh, some of them are from Minneapolis, and we play down here. And I have to—I kind of learned to fear the daughter of one of the of one of the guys who plays with me because it never fails. I get in a match, and and all of a sudden I look, and all of a sudden I look up on my display as soon as I get like my leg blown off or something, and I see, and I see call sign tangled, which is a seven like you know ten year old daughter. I'm going okay. I'm getting schooled by somebody who's in grade school here, so this is good. <laughs> you, yeah. You, you really don't forget that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, so any other questions? Um, I don't, I'm trying to think if I got – I certainly had a few, but um, I'm trying to think. Um, you know, I'm I'm very conversational when it comes to Trek, and I know, like I said, I, I love to – you know, everybody kind of like get around, laugh, tell war stories about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. I get you know it, it's a little informal. Like what what kind of stuff are you working on right now? What have you been playing? Uh, well, I played I played Dominion Infiltration at the U.S. Nationals West tournament last weekend, and uh, went two and three, but the wins weren't great and the losses were really close. So I. I want to revisit that. I mean, that that's the deck that I've arguably ever done the best with. You know, I won Continentals 2006 or seven with it, mm-hmm. and I really think it's just it's it's gotten so much better. It's the, the big thing that I noticed when I was playing it is, is attribution inflation has gone crazy, mm-hmm. uh, and that you know the past Klingons make everybody plus two and Enterprise J and the Centaur, and there's a mission that makes people plus one. It's just, you know, the the big strength of that deck is, you know, attribute denial. I'm going to give you Founder Bashir, and I'm going to play Misdirection, and your guys are all minus two, and then I'm just going to beat you over the head with attribute walls. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it's it's tough to, you know, when, when they have Enterprise J and they're on the Centaur, you're just at best putting them back down to baseline. Right. I mean, you know, and, and that's that's hard to play that deck with it so yeah and, and i think it's been said to me once before the phrase you know it's really hard to nickel and dime somebody with a hundred dollars you know yeah. so it's like you know it's like you can only pick away so much when they're already kind of you know in the driver's seat um but so and i know you've you've certainly played that deck you know i, I like you said you've been playing that particular deck for a long time do you have any like is there and i know you're as a matter of fact i know Many people would say that you're kind of known for that. Are there any? Are, is there any other deck that you've just had 
where you just like you've been working on it and massaging it, you know, good or bad, just for a long time, and you just can't part ways with it. Yeah, I have a. Um, ever since Tacking in the Wind came out, I had the idea of playing a deck that had all of the uh, Federation era Enterprises in it. Oh wow! So it, it's a TNG deck, and it has the Genesis original. Uh, it has the non-aligned A. It has the TOS B, the Earth C, the TNG D, and the TNG E. Oh man! And and it, it's it's got Smiley and a ton of engineers in it, and it's got all the captains, and it's got trips to Romulus, and then the goal, you know, it's a, it's a mission solver, but the goal is to try to get all six out. Oh wow! In the game, and I've I've gotten to five. I've never gotten all six out in the game. And that's still and, and, that's that's incredible just on its own being able to you know put that much into getting that many ships going with especially I mean Smiley's grease for that but wow <laughs> yeah it's 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 nuts though I mean when you when you're getting you know you've got a mission and you've got three TOS dudes on the Enterprise B and you've got the Enterprise A staffed and you've got the Enterprise C at your Klingon mission and you have the commander. And the Enterprise D staffed, and you've got the Enterprise E at the mission, and that's like twenty, you know, fifteen people on your ships, not accounting your crew trying to solve the thing. But then when you solve it, you get like eighty points. It's just really fun. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I, at some point here, are we? I mean, I know it's a, it's not protocol in terms of the game, but is it? You know, are we going to get to the point where we're going to start talking about one mission win decks now? Or yeah. no, I, no, I certainly <laughs> never never hope that happens. So. I yeah, I certainly hope not either. At least at least for the for everybody's sanity. But you know, it's like I said, we're gonna, or if, or once we start seeing like fifteen point missions, I think that's when we need. That, I think that's when we've gone too far. Yeah, yeah. I'll say, you know, I think as a designer, um, I like two mission wins and round the corner. I think they're a little, little bit too easy right now. This, so that can be true. I would uh, look to see something uh, coming from design to nudge that a little bit. It's not an easy thing to nudge, but if, if design, we can figure out a way to, to do that, uh, I would expect to see that get printed. So, sure. Vague hint about the future. <clears throat> so, so one, one other thing I, that I have to ask, and I, and I know you, and I know you, in your dealings with me, you know, this comes around a lot, but, uh, cause I certainly, if, if am nothing, if not somebody who remember, you know, has this, you know, good memory for inside jokes and all this stuff over the past. But um, I think I'm one of the one, one among many people who loves to come up to you and say, Hey, Charlie, Kyle sent me. Kyle sent you. Yeah. Kyle, you were, uh, Kyle sent me. So um, I'll tell you what Kyle sent me is those of you who don't know, Kyle sent me is decipher code for give me a spoiler. <laughs> um, so I'll tell you what, um, we're recording this on a Sunday night, and I don't know when this episode is going to go up yet, so I can't tell you. I don't know if you know anything about the next 2E set yet, but uh, if it's not announced yet, it's going to be announced amazingly soon. But I'll tell you this. Um, I will give you a hint, and then tell you, everybody listening out there, if you want to see the actual card that I'm hinting about, Maybe you should look up your local ambassador. Because uh, when this episode when this episode goes up, they'll have they will have uh, something to show you, so to speak. 
Very so. nice. I will I will be looking forward to that. And um, to all you young bastards listening out there, you be, you be, you guys be ready for this because uh, yeah, they're, they're, people are going to be coming after you ravenously looking for this information now. And I don't want to see this on the forums either. No, <laughs> but uh, I am looking at a personnel in the back quarter of the expansion. Ooh, even quarter. The back quarter of the expansion. We'll we'll say the back third, just to make it a round number. Um, that is a persona of someone in second edition premiere that has yet to have had a second persona. So let the speculation begin about whom that might be. But uh, this, this individual in the back third of the next 2E expansion um, is making their second appearance in the game 27 expansions later. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's 10 it's, years and 10 years and 27 expansions later this guy is get, this guy or gal is getting a second version. Almost slipped up there. It could be ooh, but not uh, making sure to cover bases. I like that. So <laughs> so. so I expect to see you know much speculation about who it might be so, when this goes live. And I know, and and with knowing nothing about it, I'll give everyone another hint: they're not Starfleet. So. <laughs> yes, yes, that is true. <laughs> that, that that or that or Ferengi; those are about the safest bets I think anybody can make right now. So. Well, yes, not not Starfleet, not Ferengi, Ferengi, not Borg, not Dominion. Not at that point in the game, anyway. So, so that, so, so, folks, that narrowed down like four affiliations for you right there. So, discuss. <laughs> well, all right, Jeremy. Thank you for being on the show uh, once again. Um, who should people? How should people get a hold of you if they're interested in volunteering to be an ambassador? Um, best way to reach me is probably directly through the forums. Uh, send a private message to FL Razor. Um, like I said, you can find me. You know, I'm listed in the uh, in the um, in the page where on the About Us page um, about the committee. Yep. My name's up there. Um, I'm I'm around all over the board too. Like I said, I'm um, if, if you can, like I said, if you do visit the region HQ, um, I'm in um, I'm in the um, Andoria region up here where it's really freaking cold tonight too. So it's very appropriate. Uh, yeah. Um, and they said, or um, again, my email address—it's the same. It's pretty much easy to find me any place because I use the same username pretty much everywhere. So flrazor at me dot com is my email. You can send me an email, or like I said, PM me on the boards, and I'll get a and I'll get a copy of it in my email that way. Um, and I definitely want to plug that um, we are very much currently looking for somebody in the void region right now. Um, the uh, Richard New, who was ambassador there, moved to California recently. Um, so uh, the void area is Arkansas, Kansas, Louisiana, Missouri, Oklahoma, and Texas. Um, predominantly, the most players in that region are in Texas. Um, but I've certainly, like, um, uh, Tyler, who's our second edition rules master, is down there. So he's, you know, not really eligible. And I've, I've asked around a couple people that have been suggested, and no one's really been... Uh, been uh, interested or you know or kind of thought you know that someone else could be doing this better but haven't really found anyone yet so um 
eventually I'll probably get this information out on the on the volunteer page as well. But if anybody listening from the Void region is interested in becoming the ambassador, so we have an ambassador down there, please contact me. Um, I'd love to hear from you. Just kind of introduce yourself. Let me know. Um, let me know what your involvement's been in the game. And, um, you know, that's pretty much what we want to see is, you know, what you've been doing and what your, where your interests are and um, go from there. Excellent. Well, thank you for your time, Jeremy, and thanks for being a guest on the show. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me, Charlie. When will you get it through your thick head that it's over between us, Jean-Luc? Um, uh, it's, it's not over between us, uh, Luxana. Um, uh, you're mine, and uh, I, I will not let you go. I, I insist you return to my side immediately. You mean you still care? My love? is a fever, longing still for that which longer nurseth the disease. Tell me more. In faith, I do not love thee with mine eyes, for they in thee a thousand errors see, but tis my heart that loves what they despise, who, in despite of view, art pleased to dote. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate. You didn't tell me that you and Captain Picard were... You said you didn't want to hear about my other romances. I have a new love, Jean-Luc. And you can't keep killing all my lovers. Now that simply has to stop. Killing? Oh, is it sanely jealous? Listen, Tog! I must possess Luxana, and if that means destroying your ship in the process, so be it! Captain, I had no idea Luxana... Don't let him threaten you. You can defeat him. The only way you'll ever get me back is over Tog's dead body. That can be arranged. Mr. Worf, arm phaser banks and photon torpedoes. If Luaxana Troy is not in my arms in ten seconds, throw everything you've got at the crater. But you will destroy Luaxana. When I have plucked the rose, I cannot give it vital growth again. It needs, must wither. Nine. Eight. Tis better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. Seven, six. Uh, no, wait. Five, four. Beam her to the bridge now. Two, one. The continuing committee is currently looking for first edition, second edition, and triples playtesters to join our playtesting teams. If you're interested in applying, you just need to be part of a playgroup that can get together two to three times a month and have someone with regular forum access that can post your results. If you're interested in applying, check out our volunteer page at trekcc.org volunteer.